You know, when overwhelm creeps in, turns you into an anxious mess, causes you to skip meals, rebound with overeating, wreak havoc on your health, and then makes you feel like a crappy mom? Yeah, let's talk about that today. We are talking about motherhood. We're going to walk through a rooted Bible study of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 to uncover the biggest mistake you're making in motherhood and exactly how to fix it. Hey mom with little ones, welcome to the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. Do you want to feel comfortable in your body again? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for how to lose weight after baby? And what's the best workout to do at home? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel unmotivated and discouraged because you ran out of time to meal prep and your workout got cut short because your toddler woke up early again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist and Christian mom of four. I too felt frustrated with my body while living in the grind of early motherhood after my first and second babies. I wanted to be strong like I used to be and to feel comfortable being touched again. I just wished I had more time to get my pre-baby body back. And then I found the secret formula, food freedom and joyful movement. I'll teach you this formula right here on this show, along with simple time-saving shortcuts, support for lasting weight loss, and motivation to get it done, even with a baby on the hip and a toddler around your leg, so that you can finally feel comfortable in your body again. Pass out some snacks, reheat your coffee, and let's do this, friend. All right, so yesterday, last night, I don't know, we're in different time zones, probably, whatever it was, I asked you what you wanted to hear about on the podcast. And I'm gonna be real, I'm doing this like day of, ideally I work way out in advance and have all this done, but I kind of been hinting to you that some major changes are coming and I haven't been able to get ahead on the recording because I've been working on all the other stuff. So all of that is to say, this is like real time. You voted last night in my Instagram stories. Today, you're getting what you asked for. (laughs) You asked for it, you're going to get it. Right? So one of the stories I asked you what you wanted more Bible studies about, your body, your relationship with food, or motherhood. And the resounding majority of you said motherhood. And I think that's because when we're living in this overwhelm, when we're dealing with all of the things, it feels like we're failing at motherhood. It the overwhelm is making you feel like you're failing at motherhood, homeschool, raising your baby, nursing, um, all working, all of the things. But really, let's just break down that overwhelm and get you to a place where it's not causing you to drown. So that's what we're going to do right now. And we're doing it in the best way. We are going to do a rooted Bible study of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So I'm calling this a rooted Bible study because... I get like I'm just dying to do to tell you what's going on over here but rooted we are going to grow deeper roots in Christ this year so rooted bible study of first corinthians chapter 13 oh and before I forget if you want me to pray for you find me at babyweight.nutritionist over on instagram dm me the word rooted so it's now momweightloss.nutritionist DM me the word rooted. I'm going to pray for you and your motherhood 
specifically by name. All right, here we go. All that to say, let's root deeper in Christ so you feel less overwhelmed. So open your Bible. I hope you have already grabbed it. You know this is a Bible study. You know I'm going to be reading scripture to you. Uh, so if you are a visual person like me, you need it. You need your own Bible in front of you. If you are doing something and you can't grab it, that's totally okay. You know this verse. You know this chapter. You know it. You've heard it. But today, we're reading it in relation to your children. So this is the love never fails chapter. Okay, I can't just like surprise you with that. Love never fails. And you usually hear about this in relation to your marriage into like you might have heard this been read this at your wedding we were we read this at our wedding gosh I didn't even think about that until now but you might have done this in like marital marital prep classes whatever it is you might have heard this like me in your health class in high school related to abstinence this was the one time my one of my teachers read some scripture in class and it ended up being like the most awkward thing ever sex ed and this in public school from a teacher that like I don't know it was awkward and props to him for going there but totally awkward anyway today we're talking about this in relation to your kids in relation to your kids so I am going to read some of this I am going to stop and I'm just going to walk you through how I read scripture like I don't know about you, but sometimes when it's ma- it, when we're in mass or church, wherever you are, and someone starts reading scripture, you just like gloss over it and tune out. But God's asking you to just come to him in his word as you are, with your questions, with your, your level of understanding, your level of knowledge and all the things. So don't be afraid to just get in there and say, what? I don't even understand that. Oh, well. (laughs) So let's go. If I speak in human and angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. So if I don't have love, I'm a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. And I hate loud noises, so I don't want to be that. (laughs) And if I have the gift of prophecy and comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. I'm nothing. Start to think about your kids. Are you maybe praying for them and wishing and wanting all the things? But where is your level of love and how how are you showing it? If I give away everything I own, and if I hand my body over so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. If you're giving your kids everything, financially, monetarily, all the things, but you're not showing them love, you're probably really overwhelmed in all the things. But where's your love? Where's the love? Where is it? Verse 4, love is patient. Love is kind. Patient. We have to be patient with our kids. That's so hard. It is not jealous. Love is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. Oh, our interests versus our kids' interests? 
Okay. It's not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. With your children, with your motherhood, when you're doing all the things, gosh, you can, you will, because love bears all things and believes all things, endures all things, and never fails. But in the day-to-day, where is your love? Of You absolutely love your children. No one doubts that. You don't doubt that. That's why you do all the things. That's why you're struggling through breastfeeding. That's why you're working your butt off nine to five. That's why you're homeschooling. Whatever your story is, that's why you're doing it. You're not, you know, let's just do a little heart check here. Are you doing it from that? Like, are you showing the love in those things? Are you quick-tempered? Are you, gosh... You know, sometimes when your kid does the wrong thing, sometimes we say, I knew, I knew he was going to do it. But check yourself. Where's, where's your love? How is it coming out? All right, so this is where I'm telling you, like, it's okay to read and just kind of be like, what? <laughs> so moving forward in, in verse 8, it starts, love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially and we prophesy partially. That is like, hmm, feeling a little over my pay grade right now. Prophecy, tongues. All right, all right. I'm just going to keep pushing through. When you are reading your Bible and you get to something that feels a little mucky, feel, feel free to sit with it or just read through it and see what happens. So we're pushing on to verse 10. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. Okay. Mm. All right, moving on. (laughs) Verse 11. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. Oh, right, right. Our children who make us feel so impatient, make us crazy, who are not sleeping the way we want them to, who are picking on their brothers, all of these things, well, they think as a child. They reason as a child. And someday, it's going to go away. And filling them up with all the love right now, when all of those pestering things go away, you'll still have love. You fill them up right now with all the love so that, you know, when all those pestering things are gone, there's a relationship. (sighs) At present, we see indistinctly as in a mirror, but then face to face. At present, I know partially, then I shall know fully as I am fully known. Guys, I don't have a theology degree or anything along those lines, but I believe it's saying right now, you know, we are imperfect. We're seen indistinctly like in a mirror. We're, we're partial. But through Christ and when we die and when we get to go to heaven in all of its glory and all of the things that Jesus Christ saved us for, then we'll be face to face and then we'll know fully. But right now, we have choices to make. 
right now living in the grind, we have choices to make. And I'm going to wrap this up with verse 13. So faith, hope, love remain. But the greatest of these is love. You can hope and you can have faith and you can, gosh, keep keep going through the grind. But keep choosing love. Keep choosing love. Okay, so I told you initially, like the purpose of this, this episode right here is to dive into the scripture. But to look at your biggest mistake. Now, to make this a little bit more concrete, I'm going to refer to another book that I found pretty helpful as I'm working on my motherhood. Like, you can't work on your motherhood in a container, guys. You have to seek outside resources. The Bible would be number one. Oops. That's my timer saying, go wake your kids up. <laughs> Let's finish this. So, seeking outside resources looks like finding books or audiobooks or podcasts that help you with your motherhood. So I do that too. So in this book called A Peaceful Parent, oh my gosh, I don't have the author in front of me. She tells you that you choose, all of, all of your parenting choices are a choice of fight or flight, right? You either fight through and you push through or you run and hide in the bathroom. You either, like, you... You choose how you fight, okay? You choose how you you run. And instead of just blanket, like allowing your body to drive you, allowing those fight or flight decisions, you want to choose love. So the Bible is telling us to choose love. There's this outsource, outside resource that is telling me to choose love. And I felt really called to come in here and tell you today, the biggest mistake that you're making when it comes to motherhood and feeling overwhelmed and drowning and all of it is allowing your your body, allowing your hormonal responses, all of the things, just, just drive your decisions. Fight or flight. You don't have to live in fight or flight. You can choose love. There's that or in between. So fill up that or with all the love, and your fight will become a fight out of love. Your flight will become a flight from love. So whenever you want to... Scream and yell at your kids. Take a breath. Take a breath. There's a, that's one way to do it. Say a prayer. Literally, when you are in the middle of yelling at your kids, just stop and say, Oh my Lord, please help me. I don't want to be this type of mom. <laughs> and your kid's going to give you the weirdest look. Oh my gosh, my seven-year-old. At, when I can stop, when I can step back out of that fight or flight and pray, and choose love, then I feel more in control. Then I feel more equipped. Choose love. <sighs> That's how you fix the mistake. I know you don't need a full description of the overwhelm you're feeling because I can't even pretend to assume, to, I can't even pretend to know all of the overwhelm you feel. We all have our own hard. We all have our own hard. But we can all choose our own fix for that. And that fix is choosing love. And Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is going to give you some really good heart checks here. Help you to just kind of root deeper. That's what we're doing moving forward. Rooting deeper in Christ. So with your motherhood, with that overwhelm you're feeling. You guys told me this on our stories not even 24 hours ago. Not even 12 hours ago. You told me this is where you need a Bible study. So I just pray so much that this connects with you.
I pray so much that when you are in the thick of motherhood, you feel like you're drowning, that you can choose love, that you can take a breath, say the simplest prayer to God, ask him to help you choose love, ask him to help you in that moment. And gosh, just feel lighter in your motherhood. That is my prayer for you today. Amen. All right, friend, head to Instagram. Find me at babyweight.nutritionist. DM me the word rooted, and I will pray for you and your motherhood and your just whatever you need. DM me that word. We'll have that conversation. I'm here for you. Thanks for being here.